Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. broadcast focuses on helping unbelievers come to Christ and to help the body of Christ grow spiritually through teaching from the Holy Bible. On today, I want to continue to share a word of the Lord with you and it is this, beware of prophets. This is part three of a series of teaching that I'm very passionate about. Because if not received from the Lord, death is sure to come into our lives before God's appointed time. Beloveds, we live in a world influenced by an assassin, and his name is Satan. He wants to destroy everyone that he cannot win to himself for fellowship and service. Oh yes, Satan wants fellowship and service. This puts all determined, relentless, blood-redeemed redeemers in Christ on his assassination list. The attacks you feel on your life financially, emotionally, and physically are real as you strive to live a promised, purpose-driven life in Christ. You feel these things because Satan knows we do not want a fellowship with him and we do not want to serve him. We are, as Christians, experiencing what I call an end-time taste of the attack of Satan on the body of Christ. In Daniel 7, 25, it says, And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand unto a time and times and the dividing of time. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High. You see, in this text, uh, and it is referring to the last days where Satan is going to openly, publicly, across the globe, speak against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and allow himself and declare himself Lord through his servant, who he fellowships with. The Antichrist. He is going to try to wear us out with uh, the creation of laws and ungodly based principles like same sex marriage and child abortion. He's going to set up laws to force us into his system of finance, business, and employment that will require us to accept his mark 666. Along with the uh, Antichrist during this times will be his false prophet at his side. He will be much greater than what we are experiencing today, but will have the same goal of sending out false doctrine and prophecy. 
You see this foretold in Revelations chapter 16, verse 13, 14, which says, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now this scripture suggests that Satan is going to use words called frogs in this text to gain control over the minds of the earth's inhabitants. Beloved, our only way from this attack is through the voice and the word of God. The word of God will confirm what the Lord speaks to us. For this reason, I encourage us today to beware Oh, yes. Beware of false prophets. False prophets are gifted to use words to tear down the kingdom of God, which is in us. They are anointed by their God, Satan, to guide unbelievers into this trap. God knows this and will help guide us as believers out of this trap. He will guide unbelievers in the last days Satan will into his trap because of their unbelief in him oh yes the Lord will turn us over to Satan because of disbelief in him in other words he will not stop us from being trapped by Satan when we ignore his signs and wonders in our life dear hearts God sees doubt in him as an insult to his love like no other he refuses to fight for something we do not want to give him. God is humiliated by rejection of him in the midst of his constant outpour of what I call love evidence. Oh yes, love evidence. God's love evidence comes to draw us to him. Physical and emotional healing, financial recovery, business and career success during famine, marriage restoration, Disaster protection. Barren wound births. I, I could go on and on with how the Lord shows us his love evidence to draw us to him. God's love evidence ignored draws us from him and into the hands of Satan. You see, Satan steps in when God moves out of our hearts toward repentance of sin. He steps in when... Uh, uh, we've decided that we do not want to live a promise, purpose-driven life in the Lord. We'll be unto those who do not want what God wants for them. You see this truth in Second Thessalonians 2, 8 through 12, which says, And when the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they do not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they may all be condemned who do not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now you see in this text the phrase, God will send them strong delusion. Strong delusion. 
This implies that the Lord will allow Satan to pour excessive amounts of deception, excessive, on unbelievers as a punishment for their rejection of him. Satan is a natural born tempter and tormentor. He loves this opening that God draws, or what's going to give him. He will draw you into his rebellion with God, with what I call temporal short-time blessings pleasures and punish you at the same time you see satan is a dog he hates anyone created by god whether you believe in him or not coming to satan does not bring his love into your life it only opens the door for his stored up anger against you and the lord now you see the same uh, theme of thought where paul turned over two gentlemen to satan you see this in uh, 1 Timothy 1, 18-20, where Paul says this, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good war, fair, having faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected, concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck, of whom are hymen, Menias and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may not learn to blaspheme. You see this in this text that Paul delivered two men to Satan, or in other words, he let them go in prayer. He let them go in concern as a part of the body of Christ because of two things. First, they lost good conscience. They entered into a mode of ignoring the voice of right over wrong. They entered a lifestyle of sin. I'm not talking about occasional sin, but a lifestyle of sin. You see, a good conscience will have a regret over their sin with their desire to repent and come back to God with a change of behavior. Their hearts, these two men had no plan to do what was right. Secondly, they ended their faith in Christ as their Savior and Lord. They refused to express their faith in Christ verbally for their salvation. The Bible says in Romans 10 and 9 that if you confess, confess, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The testimony of these two men ended. And if you were to ask him if they were believers in Christ, there would be either silence or an answer of no. Some backsliders cover up their disconnection from the body of Christ with silence. They look the part but have lost the faith in Christ from their hearts. I want to end this session with a discussion of an Old Testament story of a man of God who died because he believed the voice of a false prophet over the voice of the Lord in his life. As I was saying earlier in the session, God wants us to listen to him. He doesn't want us to take right over wrong like these two men that Paul gave over to Satan. He wants us to listen to him. And you see in this uh, text in 1 Kings chapter 13, 17, 7 through 10, where man of God was directed to not be entertained by an entire city of people who lived in the midst of idolatry. The city, including the king, 
King Jeroboam brought sacrifices to this idol altar. The man of God was sent to the altar while the king was there and told the people that the bodies of the priests were going to be burned on the very altar. They were going to be burned on the very altar that they were using to offer sacrifices to their God, this idol God. This would happen by the next King Josiah. Well, King Jeroboam was standing there as the prophet prophesied this, and he reached out to grab the prophet and was stopped with paralysis. The prophet prayed and the paralysis left the king. Well, beloved, the Lord confirmed by stating that he would split the altar apart and allow the sacrifice ashes fall on the ground. And shortly, by what the prophet spoken, this event happened. The king then invited him to his palace to dine. And as I said earlier, God told this man of God not to be entertained. The good news, he was able to not to be lured into that trap by the king. But a old prophet came and told him a lie that God said it was all right. That prophet accepted what that old prophet said and lost his life. He died because he did not accept the voice of God in his life. And I end a session with this thought. Listen to the Lord. Hold on despite what others say to you. Your best help is the voice of God in your life and the confirmation of that word with the word of God from a true prophet. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you next week.